0: Hey y'all, it's Angie. And if you don't know, now you know. This is the first episode to my brand new podcast that I'm going to be starting. I'm so excited. I have so many ideas, so many stories, so many thoughts that I have to share with everybody. So, this is the first episode of me ushering that in. And You know, when I was thinking about how am I going to start this podcast, you know, how am I going to get my foot in the door? um, I basically thought, well, let's just talk about me. (laughs) That is the easiest way to start this. So I am going to be getting into the topic that everybody wants to know, the number one topic that I get the most questions on, the thing that my basically the subject that is my claim to fame, uh, my events, my parties. So let's talk about it. So, like I said, this is going to be talking about my party. So if you don't know, I used to throw events and parties in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, now these were not your regular, oh, you know, have a couple of friends, have a couple of drinks type of parties. These were, crazy ass insane jumping off the walls jumping off the roofs project x types parties and yeah for a moment i had a really good run throwing these crazy ass events in the city so let's go back to 2017 i believe i'm not really good with my dates so excuse me so let's go back to 2017 and let's talk about it so 2017, I freshly graduated out of high school. Now, mind you, when I was in high school, I really didn't go to parties. I really didn't do shit like to that. I you know, I just smoked a bunch of weed with my friends. And every single time we did try to go to a party, either A, our parents, it just was not going with the fucking parents or B, We would get to the party and that bitch would be shut down by the time we got there. So it just never worked for me going to parties in high school. So I never got that experience. And I feel like that's what fueled me to throw parties in the future later on down the line. So 2017, I threw my first, first, first party. It was so embarrassing. Um, I threw it. It was, I believe, for graduation. I just graduated high school. Yay, turn up. I'm such a big girl adult and it was insane it was a great party i ended up throwing up on the floor in front of everybody because that was my first time getting blackout drunk and yeah so that was my first party not the best but you know you gotta start from somewhere so moving on from there um when i was my first year in college i lived down on the uwm campus i didn't go to uwm but i lived down there on the, on the east side like on cambridge avenue and me and my friends, we would just basically do what everybody else was doing, and we would go party hop down on UWM campus. Now, if you're not familiar with UWM campus, basically a bunch of just frat parties, house parties, basement parties. You know, everybody's walking down the main streets of Oakland, Cambridge, Farwell um, those types of streets. And you know, there's just a party on every block. You'll basically run into people and they're like, where are you going? Well, we're going here. Well, we're going to follow you. So it was a lot of doing that. So basically we would go to these parties and they would be, you know, we would have a great time, turn up, drink, have a great time. And you know, every party, like I said, Every party is not a good party. Every event is not a good event. You know, sometimes there are busts. Sometimes the party is not cracking. Sometimes you walk into the house and it's just a whole bunch of nerds sitting down on the couch. And you're just like, what the fuck? I thought it was a party. So, me and my friends, we would go to sometimes these parties that, you know, nobody was there. And I would, I'm a very, very talkative person, very friendly person, especially when I'm underneath the influence. So... I would just talk to the house owners, talk to the guys, and I'd be like, you know, this is a nice space you got, you know, this is a party, where's all the people? Well, yeah, you know, we try to invite people, but I don't know, somebody's coming, this person said they were coming, and you know, it's this time, and you know, all these other extra factors, so I'm like, can I just invite a couple of people? (laughs) Yeah, invite whoever you want to, invite whoever you want to. Okay, cool, I'll invite whoever I want to. So I invited my friends, their friends invited their friends, and we'd have a nice little shindig. Now, mind you, this wasn't as big as some of the parties down the line later on in the later years, but this was just, again, a start. So we did that and the momentum was just going and, you know, it was kind of like a thing where like people would tell me like, yo, can you turn my party up for me? You know, can you, can you get this motherfucker cracking? Like, I'm going to give you the address, just post it everywhere, invite whoever the fuck you want to. I just want to have a good time and I want everybody to come to my house shit you ain't gotta tell me fucking twice i'm gonna do that for you <laughs> so i was turning up these people's parties and stuff like that and people would be charging at the door now it would be so funny because you know i would have a friend and he'd be like yo angie i just stood outside and i just collected i just made like 700 dollars just telling people that it was five dollars to get in i'm like bro i'm not even charging people what the fuck so that kind of gave me the idea of like okay you know If obviously he was just a random motherfucker sitting at the door, then I can also be a person sitting at the door collecting money for these events. So that's when I guess I kind of got a little bit organized, if you would say organized, big quotations around that. And so I started charging people. Now, along with charging people, you know, you just can't be charging people out gate. You have to have something for them to be charging. So my thing was, okay, you know, we're young. We're all underneath the age of 21. The only thing we're looking to do is have a good time and get fucked up. So I'm like, I'll just supply the liquor to the parties. I'll bring plenty bottles. I'm making punches. I'm bringing bottles. I'm bringing liquor, wine coolers. This is other. I'm bringing all liquor, free liquor all motherfucking night until we fucking run out. So, you know, you only got to tell people that free liquor. Oh, they're coming. People was coming. So... I'm charging people, we had the liquor, we're on the east side, everything is good, and everything is good. But as time went on, I started to realize that I needed a bigger space. So we moved on up from basements, that's what we were doing, we were in basements, and we started going to the main level of the house. So we would have the basement, and then we would have the main level. Usually the DJ would be in the basement, and then we would have people... Also, in the main level of the house, that's where we'd have liquor, drinking games, things like that. Downstairs was, you know, motherfuckers dancing, shit like that, music, motherfuckers smoking weed, motherfuckers smoking weed everywhere. But so that's how it was. And, you know, it was good. It was real, real good for a long time. You know, then I started throwing out themes. So we would do singles parties and we would do... Christmas parties, holidays parties, and 420 parties, and Halloween. Halloween was a big one. Halloween was always, always a good time. And uh, 4th of July party, Cinco de Mayo. Anything that I could make, an event, anything, any day that was going on, anything that I could make a, a theme out of, I was doing that shit. So, you know, it was just, it was a fun, it was a fun thing to do. So... Moving on, I wanna say now, that was like 2018. I wanna say 2019, that's when stuff really started ramping up and that's when we were hitting the climax of things. So now I was collaborating with other people. I would collaborate with Cash, I was collaborating with Nudie. I was collaborating with CJ, I was collaborating with uh, Jordan, um, Kobe, I was collaborating with a lot of people who were already well known in the city and we were just throwing these events and it was just so much fun like it was some of the most fun I've ever had in my life and you know now that I have a daughter I'm like you know she's gonna think that she's gonna be getting away with sure like can I just go to this party I'm like yeah girl fucking party yeah party my fucking ass so (laughs) I'm collaborating we're collaborating with everybody you know um that's when you know, Nudie, me and Nudie really started messing with each other heavy. Um, he was DJing everything. Every party that I had, Nudie was DJing. Like there was nobody else. I think I had one other DJ, but um he he couldn't get the vibes right, but shout out to him. you know, you know no hard feelings to anybody, but you know, there's just kind of like an energy that was going on within the, the parties that we were having. And if you weren't keeping the momentum up of that party, of the energy that's in that space, everybody was gonna let you know. And you know, it's just hard. Like it was it was kind of difficult, but Nudy captured that. Like he was able to keep the momentum going. Like he was able to-, to turn the party up. He was able to turn them down at the end of the night. Like he was able to do that. So that's why it works so well with us. So it's 2019. Like I said, I don't, I don't got my dates right. I can't give you months. I can't give you exact days, but I want to say 2019, because I was right before the pandemic. Parties were at all time high, and at this point, we're trying to get venues now because we're like, you know, house parties ain't doing it. You know, and we're packing out big houses. We're packing our basement, main floor, and upstairs floor, balconies, like front lawn, backyard. It's just the house is full, and I. I can't really put a number on how many people were coming, but I want to say, I want to say between people coming in and out, easily about 250, maybe 300 people coming in and out these parties, and that was in a house, in and out, you know, motherfuckers not just staying in, because of course you ain't going to fit that many people, but like motherfuckers coming in, motherfuckers leaving from a span, and we would start the party at 10 a.m., I mean 10 p.m., and then we would go on to, like, 2 o'clock in that morning, 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes. So it was it was a good influx of people. And, you know, mind you, I was working at the mall at the same time. And people were coming up to me at the mall like, oh, I'm getting an outfit for your party tonight. Or aren't you Angie? I'm, I'm coming to your party now. I'm coming to your party tonight. You know, or put motherfuckers in the DMs going crazy like, I'm coming to your event. I'm coming to your event. It was to the point where motherfuckers was talking about me in a shop. Like, old heads, motherfuckers, older, like older generation. Like, you the girl with throwing them parties, some crazy-ass parties, right? And I'm like, damn, how the fuck do you know that? Old ass. So the energy was just crazy. We were having a great time. Like, everything was just good, good, good. And there was one party, and I know it specifically. It was me, Cash, and Danny. We already collaborated on a party before that went absolutely insane. It went good. Um, No, I think it was me and Cash that collaborated in a party. And Danny was like, yo, I want to collaborate on a party too. And the thing about me, I liked to collaborate with people from all different backgrounds. Because one thing that was special about my parties, I feel like, was that there wasn't only just black people at my parties. There was black people. There was white people. There was college kids, there was hood niggas, there was motherfuckers, like, it was just all types of different people. And even though there was such like a variety of people that were underneath one roof and underneath, and in one space, everybody just vibed. And it was a good, it was a good energy. And it's, I feel like nowadays, like now, me going out and going to the club and going to bars and stuff like that, everything is kind of segregated in the city, I wanna say. You know, you got Water Street, Water Street's gonna be mainly white people um, people basically who won UWM college kids and stuff like that. And then you have, you know, your clubs and stuff like that. You got walkers element, all those good, um, spaces who are predominantly black spaces. So comparing me being older to comparing to now, you know what I mean? It wasn't so segregated, you know, everybody was just underneath one roof. Like, and we were just all fucking vibing. Like, shit, everybody here, we all getting a turn, you know, as long as you, you know, watching where the fuck you step, you're not stepping on nobody toes, you know, you're not looking at anybody the wrong way. It was all good. Now, going back to the party with me, Danny and Cash. So this is where everything kind of went south. Um, It was a great party. We're starting off. It's great. Me and Cash are like, damn, this motherfucker cracking. This motherfucker cracking. Like, I can't believe we're a jerk as fuck. And we're on the house on 26th Street. Now, if you know me, y'all in the parties, I had 26th Street. If we didn't have an event, we had 26th Street. We had said house. Said house was the house to go. You know what I mean? Like, and then said neighbor upstairs, he was also on a go too. So we would have his house and said house. So, you know, sometimes venues would fall through. Like, you know, a motherfucker would be like, oh, you can use it. But then, day of, they'd be like, oh, no. Or they'd go MIA. We call a setup. Hey, set, You can we use the house? We got a couple, we got this, this, it for you. We're going to be this time. Oh, come through. It's, it's no problem. Come through. So, it was always a move. It was always a go. I said house. So, we throw in a party. And I'll never forget this. It's getting to midnight we like, damn, this motherfucker cracking. It's good. We, we in this motherfucker. It's, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time. Good vibes. Right around midnight, motherfuckers always got to do the most. And that was one thing that I regret and that I wish I would have did differently was have a more structured security kind of system going on because i really didn't have that like i would of course i would have like security at the door motherfuckers patting down motherfuckers but when it's so many people and you don't want people lingering outside or making a fat ass line you're just trying to get motherfuckers in and you're trying to get motherfuckers out so again looking back you know i was 19 i was 19 20 18 19 20 around that age when i was throwing parties around that time when i was throwing parties versus now I'm like 23 and I'm like damn I would have did shit completely differently completely differently as far as like the dynamic and like the business side of like when I was throwing parties and stuff but again I just wanted to have a good time like it was cool I was making money and it was cool like you know I was getting a little bit of clout off that shit it was cool but at the same time it was not organized the way it could have and should have been so Midnight comes around. We're talking about how this is such a great party, such a great event. All of a sudden, I'm in the kitchen. Somebody, I, I think the way it happened was somebody gets shooting outside, like down the street. Some dumbass motherfucker in the party <laughs> hears this and also decides to shoot his gun in the party. Now, he didn't just shoot he shot the entire kitchen up it was 12 bullet holes in that kitchen straight through the house and i remember this so vividly because i was one i was standing right next to the shooter he was damn near leaning on me shooting his gun it was the scariest one i just all i remember was just seeing the flash i'm like oh my god i cannot believe this is happening oh my god i cannot believe this is happening automatically everybody gets running Everybody jumping out of windows, everybody going through the front door, through the back door. Everybody motherfuckers jumping off the fucking porch, the balcony upstairs. Everybody is running. I'm running. I'm trying to find my people. I can't leave without my people. I can't leave without cash. I can't leave without Zarya. I can't believe I can't leave without my people that I came with. I cannot leave without them. We come outside. Plenty police, big ass guns, plenty police with big ass guns. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Get on the ground they trying to put people on the ground. I'm just running. I'm like, fuck, I'm just running. I'm just running. Because at the time, I'm like, I can't, you know, I'm the facilitator of all this. I can't get caught, you know what I mean? And at the time, I'm like, I don't, this nigga just shot. Motherfucker shooting everywhere. I don't know if something happened to somebody. I, I just don't know at that moment. I'm just trying to get to safety. I'm trying to make sure my friends is good. I'm just trying to get to my car, bro. So the police coming out from the back plenty ars plenty flashlights like they just running up on shit running up on shit i later find out they was already in the back of the party in the alley to begin with they was already scoping out everything they was already checking everything out so like i said said house was the party house so they was in the back seeing what the fuck was gonna go down so we we're running we're running we're running we get into the car we like, we got to go. We got to go. I can't find a doorman. I'm like, where the doorman at? Where the doorman at? Because he got all the money. He got all the money. You know, nobody got paid yet. The house didn't get paid. I think the house got paid beforehand or half, but nudie didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. Cash didn't get paid. Danny didn't get paid. Nobody got paid yet. So I'm like, bro, where the fuck is the doorman? Because, you know, this party was cracking. Like, this was at the height of everything. This was at the height of when we were partying in warehouses. And this was just the height of everything. So I know we made a couple thousand dollars. I'm like, where to, where to, where is he at? Where is he at? Can't find him. I'm like, okay, I got to go home. I got to get the fuck up out of here. We all go to my house. I'm calling everybody who know the door, man. You seen him? You seen him? You seen him? You seen him? Nah. I even called this nigga, Mama. I'm like, you seen him? No. Come to find out, that nigga got arrested. Got got caught up with the police. So the next day, come, everything died down. I'm pissed. I'm hearing from other people. And my motherfucker called my phone. I'm hearing from other people that somebody got shot. I'm hearing that somebody died. I'm hearing so many things from everybody that I just don't know what's going on. I don't know. All I know is that... Um, Somebody shot up the party, and my doorman is gone. And all the money that we collected is with him and is also gone at the moment. So, next morning, I wake up. I wake up to 200 people following me. Motherfuckers on Facebook, like, this why you shouldn't go to house parties. Da 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 da. Basically, everybody's like, that's the fuck you get for going to a house party. You know, you go to a house party, that's the fuck you get. And she shouldn't be throwing no house parties because it's dangerous. But... And I, like, I'm not the type of person, I don't really give a fuck about what the fuck I'm not the god say on social media. Because at the end of the day, like, if anybody and everybody who did know me knows that I wasn't throwing parties to have everybody in a dangerous situation. I was throwing parties because I just wanted to have a good fucking time with the people that I came encounter with and the people that I knew. And I wanted everybody else to have a good time because we didn't have that in the city for us. We didn't have that, we didn't have a space for us young people to go to and have a good time, you know what I mean, like, yeah, you can go to the bar, you can go to the club, but even if you go to the bar and go to the club, the energy is not the same as the parties that I was throwing, like, it was a judge-free zone, it was a mixed, it was a mixed energy, it was just a good, like I said, you had to be there to even understand what I'm talking about, so, Everybody just tearing me down. I'll never forget. I'm like, bro, I'm not even on Facebook. How is these motherfuckers on Facebook talking about me? Like, what is going on? So, of course, me and my shit-talking self, I go on Instagram and I just get the haul. And like, y'all don't fucking know shit. You know what I mean? And nobody got hurt because nobody did get hurt at my party. Thank God. That was, like I said, thank God nobody got hurt. And the reports that somebody did get shot was coming from a different party that happened all the way on like 27th and Wisconsin. So we weren't even on 27th and Wisconsin, which is like, um, Marquette campus, excuse me, type of area. We were all the way on the North side off of Capitol. So, you know, I'm like, nobody got shot. Nobody got hurt. Like, shit fucking happens, like, you know, even if you do are checking people, like, you look at stuff that happens now, like, clubs get shot up all the time, you know what I mean, and it's it's a sad thing to say that 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 happens, but it happens, so I was just like, fuck all you, (laughs) fuck all 'all. y'all, y'all don't know shit about me, y'all don't know shit about my events, you know what I mean, and of course, the people who knew backed me up and had my back at everything like that, So, yeah, and so after that incident, I kind of just went low just because it was more of like a safety thing. Personally, I couldn't live with myself if somebody got hurt or if something happened to somebody or anything like that, like I could not live with myself and I didn't want that on me as well. Like I don't, you know, if anything happens to anybody, if anybody were to get shot, that would have definitely been on me, whether... You know, I could have tried to hide behind anything or hid behind anything, a screen, you know, hid inside my house, delete all my social medias. I still would have been responsible for that. And even if the police wouldn't have found me, just knowing me and myself, my guilty conscience, that shit would have ate me up. So it was just a very scary time for me. And I just didn't want to throw any more events after that. Really, honestly, like my heart wasn't on that. I was like, I don't want to throw it. I don't want to throw no fucking events because what if something else fucking happens? And I'm like, I'm not throwing an event until I have a venue and you know until I have my shit in order because I don't I don't want nothing to happen to nobody like I loved everybody I fucked with everybody hard like even if I didn't meet everybody personally or know everybody personally I went to my parties I fucked with everybody who came to my events or who came to a party or who reposted a flyer or anything like that because like Nine times out of ten, we were taking shots together. Nine times out of ten, you know, I was walking them up for the today car, making sure they was good. Like, I just, you know, I felt like I had a special connection with the people who was coming to my parties, and I just didn't want to put them in that situation ever again. So I stopped doing parties, I want to say, for, like, a couple of months. And after that, I did come out of retirement, I want to say. It's funny about retirement. <laughs> but I came back out, and I tried to throw more parties, and some of them went, crazy and some of them didn't. And I don't know. I just kind of, I felt like I lost my spark after that. I felt, I'm like, I do not want to do this. And if I'm, and if I am going to do this, I'm going to do this the 110% correct way. Because again, I do not want nothing to happen to anybody. I don't want these parties to be a liability on myself. So I stopped and then COVID hit. So it really wasn't even event after that, because I was like, I'm not about to be throwing events while this deadly virus is going around killing people. Like I was very scared and very on the fence about um, throwing parties. And then it just seemed like, you know, as we got older, the city was getting crazier. I mean, it was always crazy, but now it was affecting, you know, the people that we did grow up with in high school and stuff like that. People were dying. People were getting shot. People were getting killed. Everybody was killing each other, man. Everybody was in with everybody, and you know, you can't throw a party and have everybody underneath one roof that's basically a free-for-all. You just can't do that when there's so much brewing and so much animosity between everybody else. So I just didn't want to do that. I just did not want to do that. So my heart wasn't in it, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to focus on myself. Um, I'm going to focus on school. And then, yeah, so that was it. That was basically it. And And so now, you know, I, I always, always, always get you should throw another event, you know, there's no party like an Angie party, or, you know, I miss your parties, nobody could do it like you, nobody could do it like you, and it's just, like, if I get the right space, if I get a venue space, really, it's just the venue space, if I, because I, like I said, I'm older now, so I look at things differently, and as a business person, I can, I can conduct it differently. I could bring the same energy, but I can have it be a safe space for everybody and that is the most important thing for me. So, you know, for everybody who's been asking me about throwing parties and throwing events, eventually I am definitely gonna get there. Hopefully, you know, hopefully I don't get too old, but I would love to do that. But like I said, everything just has to be right and everything has to be correct. And I'm not, oh, and for the people who say throw an event in the club, the club couldn't pay me enough I, i'm not throwing no party in the club because again what i what i like to create and what i like to do is very, very, very different from the club. I am a person who likes to turn up. I like to have fun. I like to have a good time. And I'm not the type to go into an event and go into a space and sit on the sidelines and just watch everybody watch me watching them. So yeah, I do not want to um, do that with the club. Unless you know, there's a club that will give me free control over it, then then I'll do it. (laughs) But you know, a girl could only wish. So, um, I'm gonna ask, I mean, I'm gonna answer a couple of questions that were asked in a poll on my Instagram. So, one question was, What was the craziest thing that ever happened at one of my parties? Um, So, other than it getting shot up, that was definitely topping my list. But um, the other thing I would say is when somebody lit a firework in the party, in the bathroom. And yeah. I don't like people would come to my parties and do the dumbest things. And it would just be like, why come here and do that? You know what I mean? Like, we're having a good time. Like, why do you need to pop a firework in somebody's bathtub? They popped a firework and the whole time I'm thinking it was a gun until they opened up the bathroom and plenty smoke came out. I'd never seen it. Like you would have thought like somebody was hotboxing in there and taking a shower for like seven hours because it was that much smoke. And I'm like, who the fuck would pop a fucking firework in a fucking bathroom? Insane. Um, also, um, anytime anybody would ever crowd surf, um, that time that everybody was, um, yeah, we had uh, traffic um, blocked off the whole uh, 26th Street. Um, and then definitely when all those girls put out that coke on that table. <laughs> that was insane. I've never seen anything like that because, you know, <laughs> and I think it was just so funny because um, they, the way they just, bust <laughs> it was just hilarious because the way they just busted down on the table, like they just busted down like they were just having Thanksgiving dinner, like, okay, yep, this is what we're doing. And she's like, okay, shit, that's what y'all do, but I'm not going to do that. But y'all have fun because, you know, I don't really discriminate when it comes to people doing their thing because uh, that's their thing. That's not my thing. Um, uh, one of the most memorable things that ever happened at my parties is basic, uh, not basically, but, um, one thing that happened is when, um, the party was so cracking and I'm talking to the doorman and I'm like, yo, he, no, he's talking to me. He's like, yo, we're not gonna be able to fit no more people in this house. I'm like, well, fit them because I don't know what else to do. And these people is coming and they not stopping. It's only 11 o'clock. So he like i got a venue down the street and i'm like you're lying he's like i got a venue down the street i'm finna go over there and i'm gonna fix it up real quick i'm finna get it together when i call you in like 10 minutes tell like it shut the party down Tell everybody go over there i'm like bro nobody gonna come to another venue like everybody drunk as a bitch nobody gonna come so he like just just you know just i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call you he called me he like come over this is the address i post the address on my instagram i'm like okay new location new location i'm telling nudie i'm like nudie stop the music i'm like everybody the party too cracking we gotta move the party so get in your cars and follow me everybody let the party i'm like shit. these these motherfuckers really gonna come like you know me personally if somebody tell me oh the party switching locations baby, it's time for me to go home and that's what i'm gonna do but as we're driving up capital and turning the corner i'm look around and it's traffic I'm talking about we're turning, everybody's turning, and the light done turned red. Everybody's just still turning, everybody's still turning. We pull up to the venue, plenty of people. It's cracking like, like the club. Even it's just insane. Like it was just insane about how many people would really just come to these events. It, like I wish I could get a head count, and I wish I could like definitely count. But that was definitely one of the most memorable moments. And then the party still continued on from there, and it was amazing, and it was awesome so yeah that is just a little bit about not a little bit that is the story of the rise and the fall of the great parties that I threw back in the day and uh yeah so now I'm doing podcasting because I feel like I have so much to share uh with everybody I have um So many ideas and so many thoughts and my thought process and also the people around me, my friends and my peers and people that I've met and people that I've interacted with and people that I've done business with. I know a lot of interesting people who come from all walks of life, who are doing all amazing things, and I am so excited to bring them on my show for my first season and for you to just get a different inside of the world and to just talk about everything and anything Um, and just, you know, just to get a fresh perspective on, um, life and how other people feel and what other people have gone through in their stories. And, you know, just, you know, just getting that experience from other people. So I am super excited. I am just super excited. I'm just ready to do this. I've been working on this for a very long time. Um, podcasting is not easy as far as like the technical work. Um, I'm not really, um, I really didn't know anything about recording or audio interfaces or microphones or GarageBand or anything like that. So it's definitely been a work in the progress, but I am super excited to share everything, and I am super excited to have my guest come on the show and to talk shit. Um, so it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure you guys follow me. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast channels. Um, this is going to be available on various streaming sites. And also um, as soon as, um, you know, I start getting the momentum and posting every week, um, I am going to be posting recorded versions of the podcast as well on YouTube. So stay forward. I mean, stay on the lookout for that as well. Um, So, yeah, I'm just super duper excited. So thank you. Thank you so much. And, yeah, I will see you guys next week. Bye.